Welcome to your Active's Digital Brief podcast, where we bring you the most relevant digital and tech story of the week in the world of EU politics and policy. For a full breakdown of all the most important stories over the past seven days in this patch, sign up to my free newsletter or take a look at it online at youractive.com. My name is Samuel Stolton, and this is your Active's Digital Brief podcast. One question that has returned to the forefront of our minds this week in the tech domain is how does Europe position itself with regards to regulating artificial intelligence? Well, the EU's institutional data protection watchdog, the European Data Protection Supervisor, said earlier this week that automated recognition technologies in public spaces should be banned temporarily. The EDPS believes that applications that should be outlawed for a limited period of time not only include facial recognition tech, but also software that captures gait, fingerprints, DNA, voice, keystrokes, and other biometric or behavioural signals. This was included in their 2024 strategy, which can be found online at Euractiv. The head of the European Data Protection Supervisor, Wojciech Wawowski, even said that he would try and press the Commission into introducing a general ban of such technologies. This is what he had to say. We, of course, will be trying to, to, to uh, convince the Commission that uh, such a moratorium might be useful in many situations where the uh, technologies are not mature enough or not discussed enough uh, to, to uh, open their use in the public spaces. But the second part of the story is that we would be very, very closely observe the way that European Union institutions are using these technologies. And the European Union institutions are uh, in, in, investing in such an actions. Now, of course, the general background of this is that the European Commission published its white paper on artificial intelligence in February this year, but a leaked earlier document revealed that the executive had been weighing up the possibility of introducing a temporary ban on facial recognition tech in the EU. Nonetheless, in the February release, the potential ban was later binned, despite the long-standing concerns surrounding the deployment of facial recognition technology in Europe. The state of play currently is that the European Commission is mulling over feedback submitted as part of its public consultation on the white paper on artificial intelligence. And a lot of that feedback that has so far been released details various concerns with the deployment of such technologies highlighted by the European Data Protection Supervisor earlier this week. The global context here, of course, is that we had recent announcements from several US tech giants including IBM, Amazon and Microsoft, that they would partially or temporarily ban the use of facial recognition technologies by law enforcement authorities. Back in Europe, and the EU's Vice President for Digital Affairs, Margareta Vestager, said earlier this week herself that certain artificial intelligence applications, including forms of predictive policing, are not acceptable in the EU. Vestaya was delivering a keynote speech as part of Tuesday's European AI Forum, and she reflected on the pros and cons of employing certain AI applications in Europe. 
highlighting the problems that could emerge as a result of an irresponsible application of next-generation technologies. She said that if properly developed and used, it can work miracles, both for our economy and for our society. But artificial intelligence can also do harm. And she highlighted, uh, by going a bit further, in referring to how certain AI technologies and automated recognition tech can lead to discrimination that eventually amplifies prejudices and biases already inherent in society. She said that immigrants and people belonging to certain ethnic groups might be targeted by predictive policing techniques that direct all the attention of law enforcement to them. This is not acceptable, she said. Elsewhere in Brussels, of course, this week, the German presidency has taken up its seat at the head of the EU Council, and they released on Monday their feedback to the European Commission's white paper on artificial intelligence. Interestingly enough, the German government said that it broadly agrees with Brussels, but sees a need to tighten up on security. The government is particularly concerned by the fact that only AI applications with high-risk definitions have to meet special requirements. And you may recall that in the AI white paper of February, the Commission had said that certain high-risk applications should be subject to rules and guidelines on their deployment and use. And the Germans are effectively saying here that, you know, we need a broader definition of such high-risk technologies in order to capture certain software uh, that may somehow find a loophole in the definitions and not eventually be subject to future regulation in the field of artificial intelligence. Also this week, Green MEP Alexandra Gesa has written an op-ed for Euractive, and she said that, well, you know, the ethical debate about AIs is good and fine, but we really need to go further. And actually what the ethical debate does, she says, is just mobilise the technologists and their ability to stand on some sort of a moral pedestal and avoid the possibility of hard regulation. But for Alexandra herself, she wants hard regulation and she believes that the conversation and the narrative around ethics and artificial intelligence effectively needs to be over because it diverts our attention away from talking about regulation. So we have this debate on the one hand about how we can align the technologies of the future uh, with our ethical principles. And on the other hand, we have a, uh, a narrative and a separate discussion about um, how certain artificial intelligence technologies should be regulated in the future. And for Alexandra Gersa, it should be more about the regulation that we need to focus on. So in this context, the European Commission, as I said, will publish its follow-up on the white paper in Q1 2021, where some of these concerns are likely to be taken into account, whether or not we will see a outright ban or temporary ban on the use of certain biometric technologies remains to be seen. Um, of course, there are measures outlined in the EU's General Data Protection Regulation that forbid certain uses of biometric data capture, but with regards to the technologies themselves, 
uh, we'll have to wait and see whether Brussels decides to introduce any blanket ban either on a temporary or a long-term basis. But we'll be keeping an eye on the direction that EU policymakers and politicians are likely to pursue in this area over the next few months. But apart from that, that's all we've got time for today. Thank you very much for tuning in to us this week. And just a reminder that online with us, you can get a comprehensive breakdown of all the tech stories in the EU politics and policy Brussels bubble with my free digital brief newsletter. So go ahead and sign up online today. I've been Samuel Stolton and thanks for listening. Thank you.